0: A martini shaken not shocking, positively shocking.
1: Hello and welcome to a very special special episode of shake it nut nerd where normally we do these movie reviews on the main episodes but this time i thought i'd do something a little different i'm joined by well i am duty of course duh but i'm joined by mrs duty hello everybody haven't been on a little while
0: no it's been it's, it's been a hot minute
1: it's been a hot minute yes
0: yes yes, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, thanks to universal we got to go to a early preview screening of nobody that we did With, of course, Saul Goodman, a.k.a. Bob Erdenkirk. Um, And it's a bit of a John wick star film. And it's coming out, of course, April 1st in Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, And thanks to to Universal, we get to provide you with a review a little earlier. um, And whether you should see the film or not. Now, it is directed uh, by... Ilya Nayushla. I'm pronouncing that incredibly incorrectly, but uh, that's the director of Hardcore Henry, Uh, and it is of course uh, written by uh, Derek Kolstad, who if I'm not mistaken did John Wick, Uh, John Wick 1, John Wick 2, John Wick 3, and has done some uh, Falcon in the Winter Soldier episodes, so that's sort of an idea of what you can expect for any action film junkies out there with Hardcore Henry and written by John Wick. Um, but the story of Nobody is a bystander, of course, played by uh, Saul Goodman, Bob Erdenkirk, uh, who intervenes to help a woman being har- harassed by a group of men, becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. That's basically the, the summary of- Yeah. A bit of the summary
0: of yeah. the film. He's your everyday dad. Um, and yeah, he's- Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Yeah. Um, the film starts off with uh, giving us, of course, rather than sort of the John Wick style, you know, it's a character who gets a dog, his his partner passes away, and then, you know, you, you slowly find out, you know, John Wick is a character and an assassin in, a, in this sort of assassin's world that's not to be fucked with. Nobody is very much a, it's a real world, it's not like a world full yeah. of assassins with a, you know, secret hotel and all that sort no, of stuff No, like definitely that. not. Um, and it starts off with sort of his, his weekly routine. He gets up, he goes for a run, he does pull-ups at a bus station if he gets to put the garbage bin out.
0: Yep, every single Monday or Tuesday.
1: Yeah, and his wife constantly reminds him if he gets to put the garbage out. He works and, like, has a crappy, boring office job. Yeah, like um, a
0: construction company, like a welding co- yeah, company. Yeah, yeah,
1: with... Uh, with- uh, Michael Ironsides as his boss. Michael Ironsides, I don't know if you know who that actor is. He was the the, the grandfather in the film, the, sort of the, the large... He's he's larger now because I believe he's... Um,
0: he, yeah, no, because it's a family-run business. It's So, it's his it's father-in-law. father-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his um, brother-in-law also works with him as well. Yes. Yes. yes.
1: Um, and it is essentially that uh, one night his you know he's, he's in this boring job he's his life is is pretty boring um and
0: stock standard really yes, no yes. no it's, it's it's your day-to-day average person's life it's not like it's any kind of exciting but it's not
1: yeah no he's like is sort of his teenage son just thinks he's a bit of a dill yeah his daughter as all loves parents him, as, as, do as, yeah as all yeah. sort of things yeah. and then sort of two robbers try to come in and, and sort of steal money and stuff yeah. like that, and because it's a world of credit cards and all that sort of stuff, they get, like, a couple of bucks or something like that. But you get sort of this tease of Bob Odenkirk's character wants to beat the shit out of them, and he, and he knows that he can sort of fuck them up. Yeah. And he chooses not to, but... Because to-
0: his son takes on one of the robbers, like, he runs down the stairs and tackles one of them. Yeah. And then Bob Odenkirk goes to hit the other one, but it's I think it's also because it's a female he decides not to.
1: No, the, the one oh, with yeah. the gun
0: that had the, pointed at the other one. Yeah,
1: one of them had a gun. Yeah, yeah
0: um, which we later find out isn't loaded.
1: Yeah, he finds out that they're not really a threat because they don't really have a gun.
0: Yeah, so he decides not to mm. whack a mole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then sort of in the ensuing of that, you get a little bit of the a comedic sort of thing of uh, Bob Cook's character. Yeah, his. His daughter loses a, a kitty cat bracelet. He yep. believes that the the muggers stole it because she said she put it in the sort of the communal bowl on the on the dining table. Yeah, like the change cash. bowl yeah. or, the, or
0: the or the key bowl or whatever, where you put your stuff as you come in the door. That's apparently where she put it, and that's what they took all the cash money. That's all they got from the house from the robbery that they did. Yeah, they got nothing else.
1: And then essentially, from that, he sort of goes out to find. Oh, besides
0: out- his watch. They took his watch off his arm. Oh,
1: yes, that's right. They did take his watch. Uh, and then from that, he decides to sort of find out who these people are, get the kitty cat bracelet back, and then from there it sort of and, – and we'll go into a bit of a spoilers just a bit later on, but um, from there it sort of escalates and it has more of a comedic tone compared to, to John Wick, which is – it's got funny, dry moments, but this has actually decent comedy weave Yeah, this film.
0: Yeah, and you, you get more of an insight as to what Bob Odenkirk is actually – Capable of with the sleuthing to try and find the rubbers yeah, and all that sort of stuff. It's all right. There's something deeper here. Yeah, he's not just your boring construction welder office job kind of guy. There's something more there. You're not sure as to what yet, but it's alluding to something.
1: Yeah. Um. So before we get into spoilers, uh, Mon, what, yeah, what did you think of of nobody?
0: My initial, as, as I said to you, credits rolling as soon as. <laughs> As soon as, um, the, yeah, the credits started to roll, I turned to you and I was like, initial impressions? Better than John Wick. Uh,
1: that is a big call. I've, of course, put that into the nerd chat. Fuzzy is yep. upset. I assume Paul and, Paul and Wayne from The Canton will be upset all of their friends, Dave and yeah, Lauren and stuff like that.
0: This is the thing. I love John Wick. The first movie, I, I like. I haven't seen the third one. I'll admit that because you said there was a lot of gruesome stuff in it, so I haven't watched it yet.
1: It was some pretty cool shit.
0: But... I loved the first John Wick. Mm. I really enjoyed it, and I'm saying this is better than that. So I'm not dissing John Wick. I'm just saying this is a really, really, really good movie.
1: Mm. I mean, it's it was it was something that I was like, oh, oh okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, true.
1: You do like a lot of movies. There aren't really many movies that you dislike.
0: No, but it, like, I I can always I can generally sit through a movie and be like, yeah, it was alright. Mm. This it's it's I'll see. I'd see. I'd pay to see that.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Like, there's some people, some ones that we go and see. I was like, nah, nah, I won't go and see that again. Mm. But this one I'd, I'd go and see and I'd, I'd, I'd put money towards it. 100%. And,
1: and um, before the film started started as well, they sort of had, yeah, had a, a brief sort of conversation before the, the movie started rolling where they said, you'll never look at Bob Odenkirk this
0: time. Oh, 100%. 100%. He is not Saul Goodman anymore.
1: Yeah, you will never look a soul good in the same <laughs> way, and it's 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 definitely a uh, uh, speaking to to friends about it and stuff like that as well. This is it's got essence, of course, of John Wick because it's written by the guy John Wick. It has a bit of the plot threads that follow mm-hmm. John Wick as well, um, but it's also I found that it was a little bit Mr. Incredible because Mr. yeah, Incredible you, you
0: a, did say that as the as the credits were rolling, that was one of your first. Yeah, he has,
1: he has a boring office job and he sort of gets out of it and sort of gets back to his previous life a little bit which you know we'll get into in a in a, in a hot minute yeah um but also a little bit of john mcclain diehard because he's not clean proper perfect like how when john wick fights he's he's in he's out he's done where john yeah McClane there's no gets, trace the of him kicked out of yeah and then he starts getting into it yeah um
0: it's like a warm-up you need a beat down to warm up and then you get into it
1: yeah yeah um I will say that this I, the sound as well. Like there was, a, it was pretty fucking good. Like yeah. there's a, a lot of knife slashes, there's explosions, there's all that sort of stuff like that as well. But it's not that excessively loud. It's no. that sort of that that medium great sort of leveling without things being too loud and too quiet. There was no problems with the the audio mixing in the film yep. as well. The dialogue was great. Um, there are characters in the film that are absolutely fantastic. Christopher Lloyd, aka Doc Brown from Back to the Future, is in this. Oh film. yes, he. <laughs> He is so good. absolutely fan-fucking-tastic.
0: I giggled when I saw him first on screen.
1: Uh, Rizza as well, which I believe is... Uh, I'm going on to IMDb to quickly take a look. I've heard of the name RZA, Uh Is in this film. Who plays... Oh, he's in Kill Bill Volume 1. He's the composer for Kill Bill Volume 1. Uh, the man with the iron fist. Um, th- yeah, he's a musician. Okay, cool. I've, I've heard of the name before. He is in the film as... Bob Odenkirk's uh, well, Hutch is his character. In. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's Hutch's brother. Hutch's...
0: Just... yeah. Isn't Hutch the guy? Hutch from is the... Saul Goodman. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, so he's Harry. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: he's 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 the guy in the. Oh, can I say it in the radio? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we'll get into spoilers in in just a bit. Um, is there anything? sort of else you wanted to bring up before we went to spoilers. anything you enjoyed? The comedy in this is it's fucking fantastic. It's
0: really good. I... There was...
1: I thought the villain was quite good. The, the Russian? Ru- the Russian mob guy. Yeah. Like, when, when you're first introduced to the, the movie's villain, it, they... He's in a like a Russian. He goes nightclub. Into a nightclub. He's singing. He's but it's in live.
0: the U.S. I always thought that I got. Yeah. I was initially thinking that the mobsters or the bad guys were actually in Russia and that and it was just coming came. back to and they came had to come into America yeah. because of what happened. That's what I thought. But no, they're always in America.
1: It does have that sort of thing where it's like, okay, like the scene moves and then there's sort of like Russian music playing. He's walking across traffic, not giving mm. a fuck, and then. It sort of goes, oh, and then later on, in it the gives film, it, like, it a oh, very it's, it's, European yeah, feel.
0: Vine. But it's yeah, it's definitely still in America somewhere.
1: And then yeah, you just realize that it's just in the city. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the villain for this sort of for this film, or the yeah, you know, he walks in, he does a line of coke, he does a shot, he's singing on stage, he's having fun with everyone. And then, sort of, his employers are just or his sort of uh,
0: the crew, I guess, that he runs. Yeah, with.
1: the 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 crew and the sort of the marf- uh, Russian mafia are just yeah. like, oh, I don't think you're the guy who should hold our money. You're you're a bit of a bit of a sissy. Sort of like a, you know, can we really trust someone who with our money who goes up on stage and sings and dances and then he just breaks a fucking glass and shoves it into a guy's throat?
0: <laughs> Is that why that happened? Yeah. I mean, I knew which was trying to prove himself. I just, could, I didn't, because I, it would. They were talking in Russian, so I don't think I read it quickly enough. Yeah. To understand what was actually happening, but I know something. He was. I think I just thought he was pissed off, and so he killed someone.
1: Yeah, they weren't taking um, him seriously because he was singing on stage and like he was being a more of an entertainer and yeah. then sort of a behind the scenes. Sort of, and
0: he you know, goes upstairs to where everyone's sort of drinking. Away everyone's clapping for him, like, like, like VATs, congratulations, yeah. singing,
1: Except one person, and then yeah, he so he just kills that, to kill that guy.
0: And then he owned a three percent stake, so everyone else gets more of that three percent.
1: Yeah, so it was. I thought it was really, really cool. Um, there are some absolutely great, fantastic action scenes. One of them that is very much that scene from John Wick when they try to come into his house and kill him, and John at Wick's the
0: very end.
1: No, sort of in the middle of the film where they. The, uh, yeah, in the middle of the film where they try to. Oh, come when into they the actually house. come. In, okay, yeah, home. Yeah. Not,
0: not at the warehouse.
1: Yeah, and at, yeah. in John Wick, you've got a very similar scene where they go to John Wick's mansion-y house and they try to take him out. And John takes him out very quietly, where Hutch Mansell, which is Bob Erdenkirk's character, yeah. doesn't take them out quietly, Head but he new. also doesn't take them out, uh, like with guns and stuff like that. He
0: yeah, no, it's very. It's not quiet, but it's not over the top, in your face. It's very strategic the way he does it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, with that being said, I think we need to get into some form of form of spoilers. Things that we mm-hmm. liked, things that we didn't like. Um, Easy spoiler warning. So if you if I, I think it's safe to say that we both enjoyed uh, nobody. Yes. Mona said it's better than John Wick. <laughs> um, so if
0: that's not anything to go by, yes, I like this movie.
1: Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> it. So so if, if you want to stop the episode there, go for it. But from here, we'll be talking about some spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Christopher Lloyd's character plays uh, Hutch's father. He's mm-hmm. in the nursing home. Yep. Uh, when we're introduced to him, he's- Doc. Yeah, Doc Brown. Um, he's very, he's just watching his shows. He's not, he's sort of, he has that mentality that he's he's checked out. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's done. Um, And then-
0: Like whether there's something, like whether he's got some kind of illness or something, you don't know, but it's sort of like he's not fully, like you get the impression that he's not fully there.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, the robbers break into uh, Bob Odenkirk's house. He notices that the gun that they're aiming has no bullets in it. Uh, he knows the make and model of the gun. You, you're starting to pick up on things because the, the movie does not tell you anything about his character. At the no, start, but- his,
0: his, the, his job is an auditor, is what he says to his family and everyone. So going on the basis of what a standard auditor is, is someone looking over accounting books, very yeah. stock standard and that's what his normal job. day
1: job sort of thing is as well for the Yeah, for company.
0: the construction company. So, but he was an auditor in the military. Yeah, for like so, government contracts and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so, that's what you initially had told at the start. Mm. But there's a few things that lead you to believe before you know anymore, he wasn't just... an Like, you get the impression he, just, well, he wasn't just an auditor.
1: His, yeah, his, his official role or like his... his
0: he was maybe his called an auditor, but auditor yeah. Yeah.
1: So he, he was the the person you didn't want to see because you'd just get killed.
0: Basically, yeah. Because um, you wouldn't see anything else ever again.
1: Yeah. So some of the examples, and and as he tries to, as he tries to explain who he is, it's always someone who's dying or is near death, and he and they're like, "Who are you?" And he's telling. Ask the audience of who he is, and when he yeah. looks over to keep telling the story to the person, they're dead. Yeah. So he stops what he's doing, and then later on, you know, he gets into a fight with other people, and he tries to tell them, and then they're dead. Yeah. Um, so it's got that it's got a pretty decent comedy uh, wax to it, but yeah, he finds out that the people were robbing his house. Um, at the very start of the movie. Yeah, at the start of the film. Uh, of course, uh, the gun isn't loaded. He knows the make and model of the gun. Um, He notices a tattoo, which causes him to go around to tattoo parlours around the city looking for the tattoo.
0: After he finds out that he thinks that they've stole his daughter's kitty Kitty cat cat bracelet.
1: bracelet. And I I did like that as, like, just just after they get broken into, Bob Odenkirk sleeping on the couch downstairs just as his wife and him and his wife aren't sort of, uh, which is Connie Nielsen, isn't really, aren't really getting along. There's a pillow in the middle of the bed separating them. So, he sleeps downstairs on the couch. Just in case someone comes back or whatever it is, yeah. Um, and his daughter comes downstairs and, and goes, "You know what we need? I think we need a cat." Yeah, and that's how the movie starts. Is he's in a he's in an interrogation room at, at a police station. He pulls out a, a can opener, a can of salmon,
0: and a cigarette,
1: and then he just pulls out a cat out of his jacket.
0: And you don't find out where the cat comes from until like the, two minutes before the end of the movie. And throughout the whole thing, I'm like, "Where's this cat coming into it?" He's just
1: he's just beaten the shit out of as well. Like, he's yeah. just gone through hell and he's just sitting there smoking and there's a cat eating a little tin of salmon. Yeah. And the police just go, who the who fuck, fuck are you?
0: He's <laughs> like, I'm nobody. And then all of it like, well, and are we, yeah. 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 And then just after that, right at the end of the movie they both get a call, the police officers yeah. in the interrogation room and then they're like uh, two seconds into the phone call they hang up and he's basically he's the right impression there. is, yeah, he's free to go. Which means, you know, you don't fuck with this guy. You don't fuck with Hutch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah. So he, he finds out, he goes to tattoo parlour, stuff like that. And the first sort of inkling we get in the film that he has some form of notoriety is he goes into a tattoo parlour and he's trying to find an information on who's done a, this particular tattoo and he's drawn it out and stuff like that. It's just this like sort of simple bird design. Yeah. Um, and the, tat- the tattoo artists and the patrons are giving him a hard time until this sort of military oh, veteran like notices... an
0: old-timer, yeah.
1: ...notices a tattoo on Saul, Good- on Saul Goodman, on Bob, <laughs> Bob Kirk's wrist, and he just goes, thank you for your service, and he gets behind and a secure door and locks it.
0: And so it's like it's a bomb door almost, and it's like, yeah, I'm not coming out of here until that guy's gone. Good luck to everyone else. You're probably all going to die.
1: Yeah, uh, and... It's it. That's when it sort of starts teasing you that stuff. He finds out who the people are. He sneaks into their into their place. That you know the people who have robbed him, and they're yep. having like cup of noodles for dinner and stuff yeah. like that. He, he you get a bit of the comedy. He sort of punches the smacks the guy inside of the head with the pistol. He punches yep. him in the throat, uh, pointing a loaded gun at him, which he gets from his dad because his dad has a gun in the retirement yes. home, um, and a fucking sweet jacket. That's a really nice jacket that he wears. Yeah. Um, but then he hears a kid crying. There's a there's a baby who's got a breathing apparatus, and he realizes that that's stealing why to stolen yeah. to provide. And he just goes fuck. He has all this sort of pent up aggression and anger, and that he just wanted to let loose for you know having a shit job, and he had a really sort of
0: and just the bad day of them robbing him and everything, and just wanting to get back at them, and then realizing the reasons that they're doing it for him, wanting to do what he was going to do, isn't justified. Yeah. So he walked. Yeah, as you said, he walks away fuming because he's now wanting to beat someone up, but he can't beat them up because they're all they're trying to do is save their kid.
1: Yeah. Um, and he's getting around on a bus in the film. Like yes. He's not, he's not getting in some fucking souped up car or he's getting on Until
0: the bus. Until he steals a car later in the movie. Yeah.
1: Uh, he gets on a bus at the middle of the night. There's this like, you know, Hummer driving past with a bunch of drug Russians. They smash their car. They get out of their car. They get on the bus. Uh, and the uh, patrons on the bus who start to get off, uh, but there's this young girl who's just head down. She's not looking at them. Trying um, to
0: not bring attention to herself, and they're giving it all to her, basically. Yeah,
1: and uh, it's moments before they, you know, uh, they get onto the bus. Bob Odenkirk is pissed. He's really angry, and he's just saying, "Please, God, open the doors. Yeah,
0: it's like wh- the saying of when God closes one door, another door opens. That's right. Yeah, and that's then exactly he's, right. he's um, it's, it's literal and figurative in this sense because the bus door is closed, the bus driver doesn't want to let the Russians on, and he's thinking, please, please let this door open so I can unleash some whoop-ass on these wa- Russians.
1: Um, and it, get, it gets pretty it, It's, it's. – you're sort of sitting there going, something's going to happen, something's going to happen yep. the entire time. He, he walks to the front of the bus, he takes the bus driver off the bus and closes the doors yep. and then just opens his gun, puts all the bullets on the ground yep. and then just – gets the shit kicked out of him oh, for yeah. a fair while but then it sort of But it also
0: gives it back almost as much.
1: Yeah, he gets stabbed in the leg with a knife and then yeah. he uses that knife himself. Yeah. He breaks the sort of the handlebars on the bus when you're standing up to sort of using him as a pipe yeah. and knocks people. Out. He gets knocked to out wind of a window. People,
0: yeah. Gets back on the bus. Um, I guess the more important part of this part of the movie is that one of the Russian mobsters he gets winded or impaled or something, he get, he and gets he gets smacked to, in the trachea. And he has to trake the guy, so he obviously slits, w- slits his thro- throat down lengthways and puts a straw in there to make it so he can breathe. Th- so the guy actually lives and goes to hospital. But because of that, this is where the dramatic
1: element sort of comes in. Yeah,
0: it. and the the Russian mobster comes back for vengeance because he's put his brother in hospital, basically.
1: Yeah, he, he killed his brother. That was that well. Was yeah, the,
0: but initially was he wasn't dead.
1: Yeah, no, nah, because the yeah. So the the um, <laughs> Bob Odenkirk beats the shit out of this punk kid. Puts wasn't a-
0: thinking anything of it. Just random people. Yeah,
1: yeah, people who, who basically did deserve it. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's the it's the mob boss's brother. Uh, they go into the hospital to check on the on the brother, and it's just like, oh, how is he? And the doctor's like, oh, well, uh, it's it's not great. And one of his assistants just goes, he's fucked, just looking at his chart. Yeah. Um. And bo- and the, the Russian mob boss wants to get after him because he killed his brother. And Bob Odenkirk's response was, he was breathing when I left him alone. Yeah. Um. And then you get sort of a bit of that John Wick element of you know, um. Uh, oh,
0: even you get you get it even in that whole fight scene on the bus.
1: Oh well, the, the story of John Wick it. was like um the fucking Alfie Allen killing the puppy. Yeah, yeah. So John Wick goes after him. Yeah. But oh, sorry, the, the revenge side son. of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I gotcha. um, yeah then from that they sort of, they go to his house. They you know they try to kill him at his house, uh, which is apparently yeah. a thing you just don't do. You well, never... you
0: don't. You d- you just don't get family involved. Kill each other, do whatever. Just leave the women and children out of it. That's mm. that's a common thing in every kind of anywhere underground thing. You never watched Underbelly, did you? No. Yeah, okay.
1: But it was, a, it was a, a scene where they all come to his house. He basically fucking kills them all. Yeah. He's doing exposition on who he was as a person and stuff like that as well. Yeah. All the characters <laughs> die. But he has this really cool sort of... Fail safe plan where he's got all these records lined up against the wall. Oh yeah, and one of them is like an incendiary record. So when it starts playing, it starts a fire and it just burns the house down and, and burns this, all the evidence.
0: But this was also in the basement that he had set to. No, that was in the living room. No, no, that was. Oh, where was? What was I thinking about the basement then? Well oh, he was they like this could, a safe room. No, no, but he was like the, this room can reach up to uh, bones. Uh, go to ash at like 400 degrees or something, I but this room in basement, goes into yeah. this room can withstand up to 800 degrees or something. So, you yeah. there's going to be no remains of any people once this place goes on yeah, fire, and it that's why you did. Yeah, I could be wrong because I mean, the house did go up in flames completely, but I think it started in the basement because of that because you needed to get yeah, rid of the evidence insulated of the people.
1: Basement so, we can burn. Yeah, it's like, it it's like a the, safe room, basically. Yeah, burn the basement, but if you burn the basement, it burns the whole house. Yeah. Um, there's a very uh, Heath Ledger Joker moment as well. He goes to the mob boss's headquarters and mm. he's sitting there watching him perform and sing and dance while he's eating a steak. Yeah. Um, but while they're like, you know, oh, you, you've got balls coming here. Why don't we just kill you now? He sort of lifts up a little napkin and he's just got a claymore sitting on the desk <laughs> Fuck, with a, with nuts. his finger around it, just going, you know, I'll just. It's sort of the, the Jared, uh, not Jared uh, Heath Ledger Joker. I'll pull the pins and the grenades in my jacket. Yeah. Um.
0: I don't care if I die, but if I pull this, you die too.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it turns into a and he, you know, flat up says, "You don't come to someone's fucking house." You yeah. Know? And in I re- would have
0: left it if you didn't come, but you. Came to my house and that's just something you don't do. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. In
1: it's retaliation, just- Bob Coke burns the Russian mob bosses. All oh. of his money. All
0: the money goes up in flames. He sort of has like a, a
1: warehouse full of money and he just burns it all. Um, and then. It's
0: nuts. It re- looks really cool on camera. Like just the scene of everything just slowly like burning and it going up. Yeah. it is it, I, I,
1: it- Again, very Heath Ledger Joker because mm. that scene with all the money and that. Yeah. Um, And then it turns into a bit of a home alone with guns. um, Yes. And sort of Bob Odenkirk sort of gets himself prepared for a final showdown.
0: Yeah, it uh, seemed as though it was a few days beforehand because he, he put up notices around the office and stuff. That's right, It's yeah. like he he knew this, it was going to come down to this yeah. with the way he was planning everything out. So, he made sure that no one was going to be in the warehouse, no staff was allowed. It was going to be like fumigated or something so no one could come in yeah. apparently or whatever. Have, and have he set up all booby traps it, yeah. and everything all around the place because that's where he was going to lead everyone to.
1: Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Russian mob boss tries to go after... Uh, Bob Odenkirk's father so uh, (laughs) he tries to go after Doc Brown and look I don't want to spoil this I I really think you should see see this film because Christopher Lloyd in this is absolutely fantastic and so is RZA in regards to that father and son sort of dynamic and each character has their own uh, weapon of choice yes Uh, there's big shootouts at the end there's a fairly decent amount of Gun foo and a bit of gun porn, um, not overly graphic, but sort no. of some sort of explosions and gunshots that will make you go "fuck yeah, that was cool." Yeah, um, the film sort of ends with uh, Bob Odenkirk and Connie Nielsen because they were having a troubled marriage. They sort of they they've sorted it out. Everything seems to be cool and fine. Um, and it sort of ends with I wouldn't say necessarily a tease of a sequel, but just sort of one of those. Uh, cool cliffhangery notes where it doesn't actually go to sequel. It's just like they're looking at buying a new house because their old house burned down. Mm-hmm. His phone rings and then he just turns to the real estate agent and says, does this place have a basement? And
0: then, oh, yeah. and then
1: it ends. Um, it is it is an absolutely fucking fantastic movie. I would say go out and see it in cinemas. If you can't go out and see it in cinemas, want to hit streaming services, definitely want to yes. do it. Even then, I think it would be one of those... It's one of those movies a bit like sort of the first John Wick or the first Die Hard, stuff like that, where you can just put it on and you know you're going to be... Even if you've already seen it, you know you're going to be entertained. Yeah. You can have pizza and beer and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not one of those films that... Sort of like the first and second Deadpool film. Like, when you watch them, there it's a great laugh and it's fun, but you know the laughs, you know the jokes. Yeah. Where with John Wick and Die Hard, it's still those cool action-y moments and you still get that, whoa, when you watch it. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I really enjoy this film. I think really the only negative I have is one of the, the core story plot beats were, was that Bob Odenkirk was going to tattoo parlours looking for mm. a particular design. And if you try to do that in the real world, there's more than three tattoo parlours in the city. You're going to hundreds of hundreds of tattoo parlours yeah. in the city. Um, it is also, it, it's got a bit of the, the, the plot beats from John Wick. Uh, so if you have seen John Wick and, you know, seeing the, the mob boss go after Bob Odenkirk because he killed his brother. That's very John Wickish. Um, but having said that, though, it's it's it is still a fucking great film. It's awesome because Bob Odenkirk is funny without actually being ha ha funny. But it's yeah. the settings and all that sort of stuff. Christopher Lloyd is absolutely fucking fantastic. He's probably the funniest in the film.
0: Yeah, and you don't see it coming.
1: No, no. They have, they have this whole setup of at the start of the film you think he's yeah mentally checked out or he's just he's 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 ready to pass away but it's yeah. he's bored with his life and he wants to go back to sort of the 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 sort of the action carnage of yeah what Bob Odenkirk had as well. Um, Rizor is supposed to be like a, 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 a is his brother in the film but he's sort of pretending to be dead so he's you know declared officially dead and he doesn't want to get involved in anything going on in the real world because then you know people know he's alive and he's like a wicked sniper yeah. like he lines up three people coming up a stairway and just gets, gets them all, them all, all in one yeah yeah it's 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 a fucking great film uh, i i can't say more than that without spoiling events that happened in the film
0: i mean um, we've pretty much gone through the whole thing besides the last 20 minutes
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Sorry. Oh we we yeah, I didn't I didn't break down the, the fight on the bus stop and stuff like no. that. Like that is that's a pretty fucking cool fight. Yeah. Um Yeah, we gotta get around to a score though. Now you did say this is higher than John Wick. It scores are out of ten. You haven't been on an episode of Nerd in a little while. No. What are you gonna give this one?
0: Well I don't know. Oh, what... Are there any negatives? Do you have
1: any negatives? I didn't even didn't even check with you.
0: Not offhand, and I don't wanna
1: No. No. Yep, yeah, cool. Perfect film.
0: <laughs> no, it's not the perfect film, but I it's been a while um, for me to remember reviewing points. Um, my score that I would give this movie would be an eight and a half.
1: I mean, I think I am right there with you. I it's it's I, I don't know if it doesn't if it necessarily needs a sequel. I'd be happy if it. Uh, I'd be.
0: I don't um, think it needs a sequel. I think it's a, it should just be a standalone one-off. Awesome movie I was kind of
1: thinking like Before we went into the film I'm like Imagine if this is In the John Wick universe
0: Nah That gets too complicated then
1: Because we do have um, I can't remember the actors He's in it for all of a Split fucking second um, But there is a character Who is very much Oh the barber uh, Colin Salmon. Salmon, Salmon, Um Who Oh because
0: that's where you lead into Finding all about
1: All about the The mob the, boss And stuff like that
0: And the auditor
1: Yeah um, and he's very much, it, it's got a little bit of that John Wick vibe of there's a there's, there's a person who provides information in regards to targets or background information and all that sort of stuff yeah. like that. Um, but look, I, I think it's, yeah, 8.5 is, is definitely the score I would go with as well. Um, of course, Nobody, it comes out on April 1st in Australia. On IMDb, currently it has a 7.8 out of 10. Yeah, so we're not too um, far off.
0: We just like it a bit better than IMDb.
1: I mean, yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, it is absolutely fucking fantastic film. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 88%. Wow. So, there you go. Um, Nobody, of course, comes out April 1st. Mon, anything to add before we wrap up?
0: No, I think you summed it up pretty well, but...
1: Thank you very much. Uh, I think the next time we'll be doing one of these is... You even said you wanted to see it, and that's Mortal Kombat. Oh,
0: yes. Very yes, 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 yes. That, yes, that yes. was filmed
1: in South Australia.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's they cool. had like, an
1: open casting call for anyone who wanted to be an extra. I'm like, oh, it's South Australia.
0: Damn it. And probably, like, lockdowns and stuff. We wouldn't have been able to. Oh, it was, like, was it pre? Yeah. Oh, so pre- yeah. pre-COVID. Yeah. Wow.
1: So, very excited for that. Um, that'll be the next time I think we might do one of these little episodes.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Mm. Looking forward to it.
1: All right. Be good, people. Chicka-chicka.